guys. <clears throat> Welcome to... Hi. Hi. That's Mitz over there. Welcome to uh, the third and wonderfully exciting edition of the Back Porch Podcast. We were just discussing windsocks. As you can tell, or you might be able to tell throughout the uh, course of this uh, podcast, it's a little bit windy out here on the back porch today. Well, but- Skip said he's like, I need, I need my windsocks. And I'm like, what? And... <laughs> like i didn't know your feet were so sensitive <laughs> i didn't know that they were for the mic <laughs> because i know nothing about this stuff i don't <laughs> so if somebody tells me if it's windy out and somebody tells me i need my especially my wind my wind socks my wind socks i just thought that might Skip be a had thing, like though. super sensitive feet that and might be shaking his head nope you nope. know wind socks um if somebody out there is listening and oh, you want to need my wind socks you want to patent something Wind socks. Wind socks. That's where it's at. For sensitive feet. So welcome back. Well, first question, is there a market for that? <laughs> let's, let's, I'd buy them. Yeah. Okay. You guys know that you have one customer now. It's spicy jalapeno. And so... Um, sensitive feet. Welcome back again, guys. Um, we want to uh, continue today kind of talking about what we have been uh, bringing to you guys uh, throughout uh, our previous podcast. Um we discussed uh, how you can stay positive, you know, through uh, through the quarantine period, through the social isolation, and we specifically have talked about unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. And now, I think we're going to actually build that up and talk about kind of these like everyday heroes in our lives for this podcast today. Yeah, our heroes, our heroes, our, in, in our little in I'm our look, little group. I'm, our, I'm looking at one right now. Oh, you shut your face! I, I love will. you so much. I know. Um, and so. This morning, when I woke up over coffee, I was feeling particularly positive. And um, it's so, a very sweet, sweet thing to do to take time out. Go ahead. I'll, I'm I'm putting the cart in front of the horse. Go ahead. Descartes. Descartes in front of the horse. It's like a philosophy joke. Oh, okay. I don't get it. Okay, not my deal. Yeah. And Skip so, Skip wants everybody to know that he got it. <laughs> he got it. Good. Go ahead. And so um, this morning. I was having coffee. Uh, I was feeding the outside cats uh, who have adopted us. And I uh, decided to <clears throat> write down some positive things that my friends uh, bring to kind of this friendship table. Right. We all had Easter es- yesterday and uh, we probably didn't <clears throat> get, to, you know, to celebrate with family and have a lot of like this food on the table. Right. Um, but we all still bring a lot of things to the table, I think. And um, <clears throat> this morning I just kind of reflected on that. And you're good. I'm lucky, I think, to have this wonderful, wonderful friend group um, that I didn't even anticipate, that I didn't think that, you know, I deserved. And I wrote down three things uh, for each of my friends, and I sent that to them, you know, via text message, uh, just to kind of, you know, bolster them and just be like, hey, remember, you guys are very, very awesome. And so right now, what I'm going to do, it's a really, really sweet thing to do, is I'm going to read Use my you. stage name. I will. Use my- <laughs> I thought that was your real name. Oh, yeah, totally. So for Mitz, I wrote down, she's always down for an adventure. Oh, yeah. And this is true. Yeah, I hurt my head on a recent adventure, a firewood adventure. She hit it off the back of my uh, truck. I did. I saw a big old log, and I was like, oh, that's a good piece. And I ganked on it, and it broke, and I fell straight back and hit my head on the tailgate of the truck. Uh, I thought... I was bleeding, and I'm pretty sure there's got to be, there had to have been a crack, 
because it's only since a couple of days ago that it's not sensitive to the touch. It was bad. And this was before all this started. And uh, so we were actually, we went to the gas station after the wood run and I bought macaroni and cheese frozen and Hot Pockets frozen. Stuck it to my head. And I stuck it to your head and I ate those later. Well, if I could help with the thaw process. And so then I also, <laughs> for Mitts, wrote that she's always blunt when it comes to the truth and telling uh, your friends kind of those things that are difficult to hear, but we all need to hear. I'm glad I can be that person, but I also don't want to be that asshole either, you know? Because my, I mean, I, I do. I feel like my delivery has always been like really, it, it is straightforward, but it may come across as like, okay, no, Skip shaking and said no. Okay. That is something I worry about. I mean, I heard everything you said about me. <laughs> but, no. Um, and that's really important for, you know, friendships are wonderful times for, like, silly fun mm -hmm. and things like that. But also, you know, long-term friendships, they keep you in your place. You know, they, they tell you, like, hey, I love <clears throat> you this much and I don't want to see you, you know, completely mess your life up. Right. Um, and... I see her doing that with, you know, not only me when I'm a big idiot, which is 99% of the time. You stop it. You're not an idiot. But also, you know, other people. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, we should really enjoy. Um, and I, I also need that as well. And that our friend group does provide that for me whenever I am open mouthed about whatever it is that's going on. Because I tend to not be. I have to force myself to talk about anything that that I may be like struggling with or just want some advice on because normally I mean if I if I have an idea in my head I'm very resolute about it and it's like I don't need that affirmation from anybody but sometimes I need to I need to stop for a second and get an outside opinion other than mine like it's good to be confident about how you feel but also it's important to maybe see another side of it that you're not seeing you know so <clears throat> and that's what I love about our friend group whenever I do bring up any kind of issue um, too bad we ain't got no, <laughs> no, wind no wind socks. socks. Out of wind socks. Tell them that bluntly, Cassie. We need wind socks. We need wind socks. All right. Next time we'll have, we should have wind socks. Yeah. Kind of dropped the ball there. Anyway. Well, I wouldn't, get, a, I wouldn't get to go that far. <laughs> That's why they call me spicy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and next up, I also, it's really, in, it's really good to like pick out the silly things that your friends do for you. And my favorite thing about mitts oh, is stormy weather. <laughs> it's not stormy. It's actually a beautiful day. It's just super windy. It's super windy. And we're fresh out of wind socks. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my next favorite thing about, about mitts is that she turned me on to something called NFL bad lip readings. Oh my gosh. And if, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. If you guys are sad and you're in your houses, mm -hmm. first of all, don't be sad. Secondly, YouTube NFL bad lip readings. Or really any of the bad lip reading stuff. They do, I mean, they do everything. The NFL stuff is the first thing that I started. Somebody else introduced it. My, my cousin's husband uh, introduced me. <laughs> introduced me to it. And no, it was not Booger. Right. No, that's my actual cousin, like blood. Um, oh. Yeah. <clears throat> no, this is, this is another gentleman um, <laughs> uh, introduced it to me, and I, I fell in love with it. But they do all kinds of stuff. They did the inauguration. They did all the, the presidential debates. Um, 
and it's just what it is. The concept is actual footage from NFL, from uh, NBA, from the debates that they've dubbed over. And these guys are so good at it. They are so good. It actually looks like the, that's what these people are actually saying. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So we always have good laughs over that. It'll put a always. smile. It'll put a smile right on your face. It never gets old. It never gets old. You will, you will find a new quote like every time you watch it. At least I do. Jess, I feel like memorizes it the first time, and she even references things. I'm like, what the hell are you saying? I texted her one morning. It was like 7:30 in the morning. Oh and, God! And I mentioned uh, something was, from the bad lip reading. I mean, you can say it. I, I don't like whispers. Sam and I'm like oh god Jess is tr- still trashed and I was, <laughs> like I'm not even gonna respond to this I wasn't even, <laughs> um but it's good to uh celebrate you know the the silliness uh I think in life um no matter how old we get I think no matter how you know gotta secluded, laugh. you gotta laugh you gotta laugh you know yeah just like the old rallies commercial where are you going so you won't get too far you gotta eat the what commercials the old rallies commercials rallies you gotta eat who do you think you are do we even have a rallies around here oh it's checkers down here is rallies up in west virginia yeah okay but you gotta laugh right i I didn't even see i didn't see that one either i didn't philosophy of everything you gotta something and you gotta laugh (laughs) (laughs) and so um and i just really uh i enjoyed having some time to reflect i think Taking it back to a serious note, uh, to reflect on how lucky I am, how thankful I am to have this like group of friends, even though we're distanced from each other right now. Right. Uh, to know that, you know, they're still there and we can be silly and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're and blessed. It's a good, it, it really is a solid, good friend group. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And all you guys, like I, I met through my sister, you know, um, I always end up being friends with my sister's friends your sister is an amazing person she's an amazing person and it also shows me that she is way better at picking out friends than i am well, no offense to the friends that like well really the only one friend that i still have from all my pickings <laughs> like she's yeah all my pickings all my friends pickings it's always i've always gotten really close with my sister's friends she knows how to pick them and you're one of them ma'am yes, I am. yes you are yes, I am. and so are these two other ladies that we're referencing and actually more than just the other two our our friend group has actually grown in size yep um and we hope that it grows yes. to all of you our listeners so holler at the lady gang holla we're accepting new members yeah but you have to have a cool a cool name but we'll 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 you know cross that bridge that has to come organically you. you know it's yeah. not a it's not a deciding factor whether you're in or not so but don't be yeah. afraid to lean on your friends um, because Absolutely. they can always be people who support you, even if you mm-hmm. don't think that you need support. Right. And so what I want to do right now is I want to transition to talking about kind of these unsung heroes, building off on, you know, talk about our friends at Lady, the Lady Gang, as we call it, um, and all of that. And I want to give Mitz here a second to just talk for a second about somebody who's inspired them, who's like, you know, who them. I talk about. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All your multiple personalities here. Yeah, there's several. I know. There's a couple of them in there. All right, but I just want to hear from the the mitts right yeah, now. I would love to. All right, guys. So we're back. Um, you know, I, w- I wanted to add just, you know, this kind of like small thing to what we were talking about before. I guess the way I, that I grew up, I really never had a close group of friends. And I never really took time to reflect on the people in my life who have been so amazing. 
Um, and so I didn't really think that, you know, friends were important. Friend group was something that you should, you know, absolutely hold so close to your chest. Um, even if it's just one friend. And I found that. And yeah, that's, yeah. you know, and that's really, that's really, um, it's life changing, I think. It is. Yeah. Same, Jess. Same. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to, uh, again, go back to Mitz. Uh, she's going to talk about somebody in her life who's just, you know, given her some inspiration, given her, made her the person, the wonderful, the wonderful lady that she is today. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Um, well, whenever we were talking about this idea and, and wanting to speak about unsung heroes in our life, inspired also by the book, if this is your first time listening, I am still currently reading um, Gutsy Women by Hillary and, um, um, oh my God, what is wrong with my brain? <laughs> Chelsea Chelsea Clinton <laughs> took a lab effort about uh, women in history um, and they're paying homage to them but they also start off by um, paying tribute to the women in their life personally so whenever we were talking about this idea uh, immediately I thought of my grandmother my mom's mom um, she was quite a character and I think it's so First, and I want to start off by saying this, whenever we, we think about people that have impacted us in our life, I feel like people have a tendency to romanticize them and only, of course, only, you only talk about the good, but you also want to remember that person right. as a whole, you know, including, including some of the faults. Like, um, yeah, I think it's very important to, to remember them as a whole and not to, because after a while it becomes like, it, it's not really them in my anymore. mind yeah. I, I never met her and i wish that i would have <clears throat> yeah um but in my mind she like had some like 70s like shag green carpet did she no she didn't i wish that would have been great i would have said that that would be a negative thing of her that we could remember <laughs> i have really bad memories of that she kind had, of carpet. no she she um she was a bit of a, a hoarder in a way that like her main living space was very very neat but she had this back bedroom that you know she would accumulate a bunch of shit from like garage sales and estate sales and stuff like that. <clears throat> and she would even joke. She's like, whenever I'm gone, y'all got to go through all this junk. You know, she knew it was <laughs> junk. Um, which anyway, but no, that the reason why she has impacted me in such a strong way is first of all, as kids, she made our childhood so much fun. Um, I remember, many weekends she would pick us up <clears throat> the meeting point for her and mom and us w was the goodwill over on jackson street in alexandria uh and that's where the trade-off would happen because she lived in glenmora about you know maybe 35 minutes up the road from alexandria um but we would always stop at this store called dalton's is a little convenience store right up the road from her house and we get cokes get a 12 pack of cokes and we get uh chips and dips. specifically oh and we we would down them but you know the problem we would waste a lot too which she hated like we'd crack one open finish half of it and just leave them all over the place um yeah we were a little shits <laughs> but um and chips and dips specifically always lays uh, can we say the specific type uh, it was ruffles chips i won't name any brands and uh onion dip they had ridges Riches, <laughs> yeah. And um, we would go to her friend's house, Miss Amy. Uh, and this is still during the time of VHS, right? Um, and Miss Amy had an illegal 
rental movie rental store not like dirty movies Hell, but like yeah she had movies miss amy and look her setup was like super professional it was in her living room in a double yes. wide trailer but she had these racks <laughs> like that you would see in blockbuster or something <laughs> and we would just peruse the island her and mama would would talk about all kinds of stuff anyway and Aaron and I would we would really take the opportunity to get stuff that mom probably would not approve of <laughs> Um, but mama always did her part and she at least asked the question, is your mom okay with this? And we're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, she is. And that, that was enough. I feel like she knew <laughs> and when we started watching it, she knew, but you know, anyway, but that answers a lot of questions actually. <laughs> Goodwill hunting was one of, that was the first time we watched Goodwill hunting was with mama. She's like, are y'all sure your mom is okay with this? <laughs> and she did. She had a heavy, heavy country accent, really gruff. Um, but I, I I loved her because of how fun she made her, and she loved us dearly. And but she made our life fun. The older I got, and the more that I learned about her and her life, it that's where it, the admiration came from. Is she was one of eleven children, one of the oldest, uh, the oldest I think. And whenever there was a new kid part of her responsibilities was to help take care of yeah. those kids. And if they were a poor, it was a poor family, uh, uh, kind of rough upbringing. Like yeah. she didn't have much of a, uh, a childhood. So as an adult, I, I didn't know this was a thing. I just knew she accumulated a lot of dolls and stuff, but, um, later found out. And like, when I took the time to think about it, it's like, she, she liked those things because she didn't really get to have those things as a kid oh, yeah. you know so that meant that was yeah um but also to the person that she was she was absolutely amazing she was about 411 and as about your size <laughs> yeah well I, I i got a couple inches on her okay <laughs> yeah um but she was such a hard worker she always had two and three jobs at a time mom remembers um you know her waking them up really really early in the morning put them in the back of the car with a blanket for them to sleep and going on a paper route like she always did what she had to do to make ends meet she was counting out mama's tips she waited tables she cleaned houses um she's a hustler <clears throat> she was a worker she did like what she it. had to do and she was also very giving too yeah and a rare thing she died not owing a penny to anybody oh no bank nothing nothing I remember she had a credit card one time. She brought it out. She kept it frozen in her freezer. <laughs> she did. And she would let it thaw out. She didn't She didn't rush it. She put hot water over it. She had it in her little Tupperware. And she to would rethink let it what she wanted. to give her time to make sure that, do is this something that I really need? She was something else. She was something else. That's really And, great. you know, <clears throat> jaded by men. She got fucked over by men. Yeah, I mean. Am I, can I say things like that? I mean, that, okay. Um, I encourage this 100%. Okay. Um, so eventually she got jaded by men. I think at one point she even said she, she she's not married. She's not dating anybody because she can't find a man that works as hard as she does. You know, she was a hard worker, really, really hard worker. Um, but always, no matter how tired she was, and I know she was tired. I know now. Then as a kid, I didn't. But I know now how exhausted that woman was whenever she picked us up late in the evening. She worked at a little check cash in place. Um, and she was a larger lady and had an accident years ago where she had a metal rod put in her shin. And that had, over time, slowly started to come out of her shin bone. And she Ooh. was a big lady, so she was constantly in pain. Um, but 
she still made the time to pick us up and made our weekends. She would leave work and come to our band concerts. Um, and I know she was so tired. She was so tired. Um, but she, she did it and she did it with a smile on her face and she loved to laugh. She loved to laugh. And this is one trait that my mom has taken on from my grandmother is self-deprecating humor. Your mom she loves to so, giggle. She loves to giggle, but she also loves to laugh at herself. <laughs> like she loves to laugh at herself. Um, that's an important trait to learn. Too. It really is. It really is. She, um, yeah, she was something special whenever she went, she left and still to this day, she, it's, it's a big hole. It's a really, really big yeah. hole that she that is still there, still very much there. And I get emotional when I think about her now. You know, I'm a little emotional um, over here just hearing you talk about. She her. was a beautiful lady. She, she really was. Like yeah. Anyway, and so um, you know, talk like it's just you know, it's amazing to think about like to actually just sit down like I did this morning and take time and think about like <clears throat> who you are and how you became the person that you are. Yeah. Um, because all of us are 100% different and all of us have had different experiences and I tell my students this and I'm like that's why you guys make this so interesting is mm -hmm. because you're all different, different unique human beings um, and I, I think that like we cannot ever do too much thinking about those people in our right. lives yeah. who have influenced us and so I'm going to talk for just a second about somebody who has influenced you who has influenced you my grandpa all Your right grandpa now, this is your... My mom's your father. mom's dad. Yeah. Okay. And it. so, his name was Edward Payne, but we called him Bud. 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 Bud Payne. Did you call him Papa Bud? or nope, just, just Bud. Bud. You just called him Bud. Bud Payne. Bud Payne. Bud Payne. <laughs> All right. And so... Um, Sounds like <clears throat> a condition. I'm Bud. I'm <laughs> Dr. I got I'm, the Bud Payne. I bet you got the Bud Payne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And maybe he was a condition. But a good condition. A good condition. A good condition. <laughs> and so um, my grandpa, my papa, uh, taught me a lot about uh, things that, you know, I'm really like looking back, I'm really glad to have that, mm -hmm. that opportunity. Um, and so one of the most kind of striking things that I remember is my mom and I and my cousin, my younger cousin, uh, we were all driving home one day back in Susanville in West Virginia. And uh, I saw something fly across the road. Uh -huh. And I was like, mom, that's a squirrel. And my cousin or my mom, I don't remember which one. She's like, I don't think we have flying squirrels here. Mm. And so I asked my grandpa the next time. He's like, yeah, we got flying squirrels. Yeah, we have flying squirrels in uh, West Virginia. Skip is looking. Skip is even s skeptical. Yeah. But he told me that we did. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to believe Bud. I mean, Bud Payne, right? Bud Payne. How can you not? <laughs> but I also remember um, every year he had a big garden and uh, he would make me work because my both of my parents worked. And so like he was kind of after he retired from uh, construction. Bit of a babysitter he, in yeah. a way. Yeah. And so um, I would work hard, mm -hmm. hard in that garden. Um, <clears throat> and it really instilled a lot in me mm -hmm. that like even if you're tired if there's something that needs to be done you keep you, going you do that mm -hmm. right because i mean if something needs to be picked if you need to go get those green beans you, you got to get them yeah right because you don't want to like leave them uh, sitting on there work ethic um <clears throat> but also he he taught me how to be silly too and i really mm -hmm. appreciate that 
So there was this one time when my mom came and picked me up after work. And uh, she came in. She was like, Dad, what's in, what's in the oven? And I really wanted to make mud pies. Uh-uh. I really wanted to make mud pies so bad. <laughs> and I wanted to make my own marbles. And I thought that I could just get mud, right, and, like, oh. fill it into marble shapes. And just, like, dry it out. And dry it out. And so he was indulging you and let you... He let me get his best cornbread pan. Oh, my God. And put, That's like... just going to season it some more. <laughs> <laughs> and just put all that mud in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... But he also and actually let you bake it like it wasn't. He, oh, he, he didn't just let it. you sit it in there. And no, he, he let, let me you bake it. bake it. He let me bake it. Oh my gosh! It did not. Good man. It didn't work. But <laughs> just for those of guys who are wondering, good man. Um, but he also, you know, he also taught me like rules, yeah. which is important. Um, and my mom, of course, taught me rules too. But one time, I remember we were in the garden and we were clearing a bunch of brush. Um, and he said he was drinking his coffee, smoking a cigarette, you know, sitting on a stump. And he said, Hey, Jess, <clears throat> stop running around. There's a lot of stuff here. If you fall, you're going to get hurt. And I was, I was a little moron. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm still going to run around. This is crazy. Right. And what did I do? I fell and I got a huge piece of a stick stuck right through my knee. Oh my God. And so of course I was crying and he said, he looked at me. Looked at it and realized it was nothing. Nothing, nothing major. Dire, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, well, I told you that. And he was like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to finish my coffee. I'm going to finish my cigarette. Mm-hmm. We're going to go down to the, uh, to the house now. And when we went down there, he took straight rubbing alcohol. Oh, my God. Ripped the stick out oh my God. and poured it on there. And you know what? Ooh. I was fine. But I learned to listen to him after that well it's a lesson yeah it's absolutely a lesson you know what i'm telling you it wasn't anything that i was like gonna like need stitches over or anything like that um and he knew that um but also like he told me and and i should have listened to him you know um but he really gave me a respect for the land and for hard work poor people Mm -hmm. you know yeah and one thing that bothers me is that um he was uh he was a vet so he did uh two overseas stints um back you know in the day and he was so was he army uh he was uh army and then he was navy gotcha yes i believe and um but he was so poor and so i, I used to take him to the uh the vfa mm-hmm or yeah, in in West Virginia, it's the VA, the, the VA, yeah, right? Yeah, to uh, get his medication, and they didn't have the kind of heart medication that he needed. Mm. Um, and so the only other type of heart medication he could get was more expensive. And so right. just to feed his family, mm. he would cut his pills in half. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is what ended up, you know, being detrimental to him. Really, but he never told anybody about that. Oh, really? Um, and so. You should always absolutely talk to the people who love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people here, I think, who have been stronger than any of us can imagine. And I, I hope that we grow up to be those people. Absolutely. Like your grandma, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm turning into my grandmother. I know you are. I am absolutely turning into my you grandmother. You me most of the time. <clears throat> Dude, I, think I told my mom, I was like, this is happening way too early. I, I, like, I expected it to happen, but not till like later in life. You know, my patience... 
like I'm only I'm I'm gonna be 31 on the 20th. You're so and, old. Well, no, no. Yeah. And this is the here's the deal is like I'm acting like I I have the patience of like a 65 year old woman. It's it's worn so thin, but just like within the last two years, I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? And my level of give a shit has also significantly diminished, like in the areas where, like, really when it comes to the way people think of me or the, maybe the way they perceive things, unless it's somebody like I really, really care about. And I never want to hurt anybody's feelings, even if it's somebody that I'm not close to. I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. Be called Maverick But stupid. I can't. Oh, but that was in an endearing way. Look at him. He's so happy right now. He didn't care. Um, I call all animals stupid. And if you say it with the right tone, it's okay. It's like babies, you know? <laughs> hey, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> See, they love it. Um, but yeah, so Momo was not only a hardworking, funny woman. She was a, she was a grouch. She was a gossip. And this is what I was talking about earlier, like truly remembering what they were. Uh, now these were some (laughs) negative attributes, but they're, they are funny. They're really funny. Like human. We can never be like this, like, oh my God, that people want us to be there. There is just a permanent, she had her one spot that she sat at the, the, the kitchen table and we'd wake up to her gossiping on the phone with Aunt Catherine. Catherine, have you heard what Brenda said? Brenda. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. That's what she said. Brenda. Listen to this. Oh, and they, they would gossip for hours. I believe they it. They loved that shit. They loved it. Um, oh, she loved soap operas. Days of Our Lives was her. <laughs> that was her jam um, with her third child, Aunt Shelley. Apparently, during an episode of Days of Our Lives, she started to go into labor but she sat there and finished the episode what? before she went to the hospital. Like, I guess at that point of the third child, you're like, no, I'm, I'm still good. I still got some time. I mean, I just need and to I see I got to watch to see what Stefano, like Stefano's coming back to life or whatever. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, and hope. Oh God. They're at it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any days of our lives fans out there know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, she was, she was, and she was sassy. She'd be quick to fuss, man. Oh yeah. Oh God. That's what she's, oh God. That's where you get it. Well, I, I don't know if I say, oh God, often. Do I? Mm. Do I? <laughs> Everybody's shaking their head. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was, uh, she was, she was a force. She really was. She really was. Man. Yeah. Miss her dearly. My grandpa, um, one of his bad qualities uh-huh. was he was, you know, he thought that everybody in his house had to rise up at the sun, beget very beginning oh, yeah. of the day with him, he was and tough. just get to work. Right. You know. Right. Um, no exceptions. No exceptions. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um, yeah. And yeah. so, it's really important, I think, to remember. Remember the, them truly. Remember the people them as yes. they are. Yeah. You know, because again, nobody's like this, like you know, perfect statue absolutely like, not no you know, i i hit my head on the like the uh door to the bathroom this morning oh my god so many head injuries this last month and so like how did I'm that just, happen if you guys ever remember me please remember that i was also very clumsy oh i know that i know you yeah know that. yeah yeah no, we know that uh-huh. how did you manage that you what happened walk me through your head injury i got excited Oh, you've done it. Skip is motioning that he's done it as well. So is there like some sort of issue with the house? Like something else stumbling across a loose 
floorboard or no nope just a bad spot yeah just house you, is haunted just like you just gotta go after La you got Jorona in the shower is in the house you just got you know? really excited and you gotta like you're just like showered i'm clean i'm ready to face this day boom head into door oh it's just too much excitement about taking I on mean, the day you know what? okay gotcha there could hey. be worse things one of my, uh, one did of you my, get a, did you get a bump? Nah. No, it wasn't, wasn't that, that hard. One of my very good friends, uh, waited tables as I did too mm-hmm. back in the day. And, uh, one of my favorite stories to hear from him is that on his like second day waiting tables at the Olive Garden of all places, right? This like chain restaurant. Classy. Um, well, unlimited breadsticks, but also he was, it was like Sunday, like, and you know, like the Sunday, the Sunday crowd at restaurants, like it's right. crazy. And he was bringing out a tray of drinks and he spilled, he got all the drinks off, but he spilled somebody's Bloody Mary, like (gasps) the mom's Bloody Mary, all over their like three week old baby. Oh my God. (laughs) And he went back in to the the kitchen and somebody's like, well, did did the baby order the bloody mary oh my god and it was just so silly oh my god (laughs) i would have been like i quit i quit i can't i can't they were really good sports about it oh thank god thank god because there are some real assholes out there looking for a reason absolutely to get so mad at people i can't stand that i can't stand that and the type of work that i'm in it happens not not quite Mm -hmm. so not not like terribly often, but often enough. I'm in a customer service type industry. I'm not going to say specifically what it is. I want to maintain a certain amount of anonymity here. Um, but I'm going to give out your social security number <laughs> next pee break. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you don't even know it. You think that? And it's not in my wallet. <laughs> it's in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate that. I hate that so much. Um, and in the moment, I'm just like, you son of a bitch. Like, and like, Carol because I'm, I'm becoming my grandmother, my frustration, I don't try <laughs> to hide my frustration. Like, if you're going to be a jerk, I'm going to let you know, like, there, there are reasons to what we do here. Okay. So you just hang tight and calm your ass down. But also later, I also think about why is this person so miserable? Why is this person so miserable? Are you just content or even enjoy being an asshole to people? Because sometimes that is a thing. People enjoy being a jerk. They enjoy that. Uh, but sometimes people are actually going through some shit. Um, and honestly, yeah. I think that talking about like what we've talked about today, mm-hmm. there's also a lot more good to be found, too. Absolutely. I, I think I, I totally I'm a firm believer that people are layered <laughs> and I I don't think that people are all one thing i, I was um, talking to my mom when you uh came today yeah, yeah and she had actually listened to our podcast hi mom i love you very much hi you're my world and um <clears throat> she said that it reminded her that sometimes you just gotta stop take a breath and right smell the roses as they say yeah live um, in the moment yeah absolutely and people are layered like you just said you mm-hmm. know and we take that with the good and we take that with the bad. Right. And I think that we decide what we take. Right. You know? Well, and I, I think it's absolutely important. Like we said, we don't want to dis. we want to remember everything about, about people. And if you're a, if you're a dick one day, then guess what? You were just a dick. Like you were a dick today. Me. Now, <laughs> but also you can't, 
you can't take that and label a human being as such. Absolutely. So next time you have an interaction with that person and it happens to be pleasant, they happen to be nice or, or uh, you know, hopefully you know, some sort of kind gesture comes from it. Um, we can't discount that kind gesture either. Absolutely. That they do need to hold the same weight. And what's sad is the type of world that we live in, the ugly always is heard and outweighs the good. Yeah. But I'm totally with you that there is an equal amount, if not more good in people and in the world than what we see and what we even realize. Yeah. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of that shine through during this time. Yeah. And you know what, Jess? I mean, I, I mean, how <laughs> I, I think that it's still there. It's still there. Even outside of situations like this, uh, mm -hmm. we just become more aware of it because those people are, they, that's really their time to shine. They're the ones that tend to, you know, step up and, and most of us have time right now to sit and think <laughs> right. about you know, yeah. these things. Like I had moments to, you know, reflect and meditate over right. coffee this morning. Um, which is really sweet thing. That's a, that, that's a, that's nice to take the time to do that. And I think even when I do have time, I don't, I don't do <clears> shit <throat> like that. I'm not too busy watching judge Judy or something or tilling, tilling the soil, tilling the soil. Without... I'm still out of y'all. That's a job, man. Um, so the urban naturalist actually yeah. has uh, Japanese plums mm. for $8. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Like full on bushes. They... Full on. Yeah. Uh-uh. They're ready to go. Oh, my God. Y'all go, mm. go get them. This weekend, mm -hmm. it's happening. Yep. Okay. Look up the Urban Naturalist. Uh, follow him on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. I'm Local getting place. one. Gonna get one. Get two. Uh, maybe. I might get mm. one or five. Feeling spunky. And so... Those are delicious, by the way. If nobody's tried one... They're so good. Yeah. There's not much... And if you guys are interested, he also has... Uh, a tree right there mm -hmm. that you can, and it's got full fruit on it that you're able you to pick try. from. Mm -hmm. They're so good. They're really good. I tried one for the first time, maybe like a year and a half ago, and there's not much fruit on it. There's a huge seed in there, but the fruit that is on it's so sweet and so good. It's so juicy. I'm getting me. So juicy. It's so good. Oh, I'm getting me one. And so, um, kind of as we, start to wrap up this little uh rambling session that we've had today mm -hmm. i hope that it's been enjoyable a second for you guys to think about you know the people in your lives i want to kind of bring it back to how we began and talk about kind of our our lady gang mm -hmm. right yeah um and just as we were talking about the good and the bad mm -hmm. you know about our our people our grandparents uh who have influenced us um that's something i think that our group of friends encourages us yeah. to be aware of. Yeah. You know, we can have a really crappy day. Right. And we can say, look, you know, we can text each other and say, hey, I woke up this morning and it's 830. Can I have a glass of champagne or can I have a glass of. And no judgment. <laughs> can, I have, can I have whiskey? I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. No and they're judgment. just like, yes. What do you need? Right. 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 We can call them at three o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and say. I'm sad. I need you. Well, and it's also what's important about our, our friend group. And if you have these people in your life, like, like Hal said, cling to them because those are the people that you can be absolutely real with and know that there won't be any judgment. And that is unconditional love. Yeah. There's unconditional love there. And it's a, it's a two way street. You know, you, you have to offer the, the same 
the same thing, love them unconditionally, be there for them. Um, and allow them to be real with you. Right. Um, I think that's, it's so important. It's so important and therapeutic. And, and if you don't have that, if you happen to not have that in your life, then we'll be here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be here for you. The lady gang also is not just exclusive to the ladies. No, it's not. We, you it's know, not. We respect, you know, everybody. And, um, and also it's, it's so good that we encourage each other to grow, yeah. especially throughout this time, um, grow as individuals without each other mm -hmm. we yeah. have each other there but we also encourage each other to grow individually absolutely but to also remember that we're here yeah you know we can reach out we can we embrace can... our humanity and others yeah. we're all human beings here yeah you know that's the that's the constant even outside of a pandemic that we all have in common yeah right now we feel i feel like people even though distant we feel a little bit connected and it usually happens in a with the tragedy or some sort of um um, something something major that impacts a lot of people in a negative way. But some There's, days our in, in daily a, lives a, are tragic. In a yeah, in a weird way, we become more connected because we're all in it together. Right. But outside of a <clears> pandemic, <throat> outside of a major tornado that just recently went through, oh god, and, and yeah, it took some lives with that. We're we're still all connected just by being human beings. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all in the same. We're all in the same. That boat will never change. Absolutely. All human beings. And we need to remember that not just for others, but for ourselves too. Don't beat yourself up too much. You're a human being. Uh, you're allowed to make mistakes. You're but allowed to be shitty sometimes. You're allowed to be shitty sometimes. But the, the, the thing is, is to take those shitty moments and do your part and grow from it. Yeah. At least try. Absolutely. If you don't try, you're just an asshole. If you're if you do something shitty and you're like totally content with it, even knowing that it's shitty, then you're just an asshole. But also, if you feel like that, talk to somebody about it. Talk to your friends. Absolutely. Say, How do you feel about this? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, I feel like if you're willing to grow as a person, then you know you're doing the right things. I think so. You're too. doing the right things. Yeah. I think so too. And that should go across the board. And I feel like that's a message that really needs to be heard, especially now because I feel like we're so quick to demonize people. Yeah. Um and like I said earlier, I don't believe that people are all one thing. Yeah. Um and I, I know that we're we're kind of rambling here a bit, but just to kind of piggyback on on that message, um Mel Gibson. I was thinking about Mel Gibson last night because uh, I was watching Tropic Thunder and Robert Downey Jr. I love Robert Downey Jr. He's he's hilarious in that movie. If you haven't watched it, totally I'm watch scared it. Of Mel Gibson, like, um, just because I'm scared. I'm, I'm, why? I, I want to watch Braveheart, and I've seen some of Braveheart. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good I'm one. Squeamish. Probably not your thing. Then. I know, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty violent. I know. Yeah. Um, but I was curious. I knew that Robert Downey Jr was really close to Mel Gibson. Um, so I, I, I did some searching for interviews where Robert Downey Jr. or anybody else that maybe had spoken about the controversy with Mel Gibson going off with anti-Semitic comments. Um, and I found one where he, Mel Gibson presented an award to Robert Downey Jr. And he specifically requested that Mel Gibson give it to him for one specific reason. Uh, and he goes on to tell about whenever Robert Downey Jr. had in a, a time in his life, he was 
in a very bad place, drug addicted, uninsurable, uh, could not get hired on anywhere. Mel Gibson offered him a role that was actually specifically it was it was meant for Mel Gibson, and he gives it to Robert Downey Jr. Just to help, and still, yeah, ensuring that first of all that he had a job, was able to feed himself, um, but also was there to give him a bit of advice and to be honest with yourself and through that honesty gain some sort of humility. Yeah. Um, and the only request that he had was to pass it on, you know, uh, and you know, he had a funny moment, like who know that 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 day would be today and it would be him. Yeah. And he took the time to say that, you know, it's, it's time, it's time to, to let this like he know he knows this man yeah he knows this man and i'm not giving i do not want anybody to mistake what i'm saying i'm not giving mel gibson a pass of what he sure, said absolutely. it's a horrible thing that he said uh-huh. and he has since apologized for it um uh but it, it was bad it was bad yeah. and, he, and he's paid he you know he, he paid a heavy coin for right. for what he did um and i think he's still currently paying for it today but the concept being that i don't believe from what not just Robert Downey Jr., but other actors that have worked with him directly and know him on a personal level, um, that he is not that man. People are not all one thing. Um, and yes, and you know, I think there it's... needs to be accountability for for mistakes, but also there there needs to be some sort of recognition for the human and the good in people exactly. as well. And yeah. how difficult is it? forced to yeah. to look in the mirror and look at ourselves right you yeah. know and say hey absolutely this is a bad part of you yeah let's repaint that you know right right um and also what a tough thing to do is to even forgive ourselves oh exactly you know because absolutely. I, I don't know about you but i am the i am horrible about beating myself up man yep. i i am really really bad about it um and i try not to do that with with other people yeah you know so as much as our, our initial response would be to be like, oh, what a horrible person. They're horrible forever. It's you know? bananas. They're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, there's no redemption there. Right. Uh, I don't think that. I don't think that. Yeah. That there is redemption for everybody. I think there, there is redemption can be had. Yeah. For anybody. Yeah. Um, and all this is to say to our listeners that, um, you know, I think that we've all had extra time to think about ourselves, mm-hmm. to uh, reflect on ourselves. Um, and even if you haven't, that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, just some of us tend to do that. And well, I think it's important even whenever we go back to, cause I'm, I'm still currently working. I'm still considered essential. So right. I had a nice little, that's like, why I don't touch you. A nice little week off. Um, but that was, that was it. I've been working every single day, but I think it is, uh, important and part of your responsibility as a growing human being, if you're if you're looking to grow to be a better person, is to be uh, a little self-analytical. You right. need to you need to look at yourself and really ask the tough questions. Why do I feel this way? Why do I think this way? Um, and and imagine that it's mm. it's um, the way that because I'm a painter, I paint, um, and I hardly ever finish actually finish anything. Mm. So that's the way I look at myself too. I'm never finished. Right. Right. And None of us are. No. We, if we, I can tell like a hundred things that you could do mm. cat mitts. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a joke. She's an amazing person, but, um, anyway. <laughs> um, and so again, guys, this is all to say that, um, you know, we love you We as love a y'all. human being. We love you. And we're all on this together through the pandemic, after this pandemic, 
We'll be here. We'll be here. Where's my Where's my wind socks? Um, we are. Next time we'll have wind socks. Uh, can yeah. Next time we will have wind socks. Yeah. Also, our neighbor is uh, mowing the grass, which is a very good thing to do too. Keep up your lawns. Keep up your lawns. And uh, so next next week we'll talk to you guys. Um, we'll have a few surprises. Uh. That I'm not going to tell you guys about yet. So Ooh. you're going to have to turn in for that. Um, and so we'll... Secrets. Secrets. I, I don't like secrets, but I still say them. <laughs> and so we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much have for listening. Awesome week, guys. Be good to yourselves. Absolutely. Love ya. Bye. Sounding off Lafayette.